morning, everyone. Welcome to a regular podcast called Knowledge Empowers. As always with you is me, Kat. Annyeonghaseyo. Then we have Baruch. Hello, hello, hello. And we have Kolaj. Good morning, everyone. I can see the lack of energy in his voice. Uh, well, when when was the last time you sleep? <laughs> Today. <laughs> that was the last time I slept. <laughs> How is the fatherhood going? Yeah, the usual. Nothing, nothing big, nothing, nothing great, nothing terrible. So the usual stuff, you know. Is the baby good sleeper, or you have to get up like a lot during the night? Uh, during the night is better, and during the day it's worse. So we are sleeping about six, seven hours during the night because he is a good sleeper when uh, mm -hmm. when it's night, but when it's the day, it's it's nightmare. So. <laughs> not, not a nightmare that's a too strong word it, it's it's more difficult during the day than during the night but, ah. yeah. but at least he lets you sleep six to seven hours that's yeah. pretty yeah. that's that's really a good uh, start there you know we have only one or two waking waking ups during the night so uh could be worse from the stories i hear <laughs> it could be much worse yes yeah. <laughs> I just something total silly came to my mind that uh, imagine collage will be giving us the first 30 days the first 60 days and the first 90 days with baby <laughs> newcomer fatherhood yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think that's possible <laughs> <laughs> let's hear the three fun facts so first one is about uh, dragonflies so we talked about them before uh, as uh, really good killers this time it's more about mating for dragonflies. So the dragonflies feign death during uh, mating, or actually when they do not want to mate. <laughs> like is, I'm not is interested. Is it the females? Just the females. Yeah, they feign their death. To avoid Dude, mating. I'm not interested. Yeah, fly okay, just, away. Not, not fly away. Just like you know, I I'm not, I'm dead. Yeah, yeah, but the, no. the the guy like the male, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 fly yeah. away. I'm, I'm dead. Please fly away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah true, true. So, <laughs> they have should headaches, I, should no I try headaches. that? I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm not sure if you can. Well, you can definitely try it with your partner if you have. <laughs> if, if you want to. <laughs> too much information. Too much information. Some, I've, I've heard that some some men like it. You know. Oh no! <laughs> it's a big trend in Japan. Really. It's like, you know, there is a saying like the girl is best, best partner in these activities when she lies like a dead fish in a bed. Wow. Yeah, that's a fun fact from my side. <laughs> okay. Interesting, interesting, interesting connection. <laughs> so. I can't imagine that we are going to air this, but okay. Yeah, well, if you are from Japan, please tell us <laughs> if it's true or false. Uh, yeah. The second one uh, is that I discovered that there is hell on earth, like literally hell on earth and uh, or, or more like gates to hell. It's a place in Turkmenistan and it's a hole which is constantly burning since Ooh. 1971. So like so 50 years still burning what continuously. What place is that? Uh, it was a place where they wanted to mine basically oil or something like that 
you know, and uh, when there is crude oil, there is usually also some gas, some methane. Or, so if you want to get to the oil, you need to get rid of the methane. So they were thinking of, you know, letting it up, let it burn, and then get to the oil or to the rest uh, of the resources which were hidden there. But uh, the methane or the amount of methane is so huge there, you know, so it's that it's burning for the past 50 years. Wow. <laughs> so, you we know. didn't expect it, I think. Yeah, uh, no, nope, not What really. about the global warming? <laughs> Do know, but um, I think that it would be a useful campfire, you know, like if you want to bake some uh, sausages or something like that, you can. Nope, because it's burning uh, underneath, you know, and the methane is coming from the ground, you know, you don't know how to stop it, you know, it's so 50 years and still going. But uh, what, from what I've heard, it's not not the longest one. So there are places which are burning for a longer period what? of time. Yep. <sighs> happens, you know, shit happens. Mm -hmm. And the last is more of a question. Uh, or we will start with a question. So do you know what or who is parasitos? Sounds, sounds like parasites. It sounds Something. Spanish to me. <laughs> Spanish, okay. Something related to parasites, okay. It's a human being. <laughs> that, let, let, let go this way. They still can be parasites. I, I, was, I was correct, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they will be parasites. It's, a, it's an Asian Greek comedian who comes to a party as a freeloader, so he's an uninvited guest. <laughs> uh, but he is making jokes, so comedian, you know, so these parasites had their own books of jokes uh, and they were uh, using these jokes to get free food for them, you know? So like, mm. I will make fun <laughs> at your party so that I can get food from you. <laughs> I was so close. Yep, yep. So it, it is related to parasites. <laughs> Freelance stand-up comedian. <laughs> exactly. Uninvited. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. So, parasitos, remember, I, we know who you are. <laughs> And that's it. So, dragonflies, gates of hell, and parasitos for this time. Thank you, Kovac. Thank you. So, guys, we are continuing the series of burnout, and today is the time we talk about uh, resilience and how to prevent it. So, to talk about us. Um, and before I even step further into, uh, I want to ask you guys, subscribe, comment, give us a like. <laughs> very important um and i will actually start with few resources and there is an excellent TED talk by jen mcgonigal on resilience and she's giving really lots of tips and tricks um on the resilience and how to build it so definitely watch it we are posting the link um, in our video uh, as well as in spotify definitely go and search for it and i will now start talking a little bit about uh, the prevention and I want you guys to imagine a candle with a flame inside of a, a room like this so we have six walls right we have the floor we have the ceiling and four four walls around the candle and the candle has the <laughs> and the candle has a flame so guys what do you think would happen to the flame if one wall falls down 
Not much. There would be a draft. Yeah, so maybe shaking the flame on the side. And what do you guys think would happen to the flame if two walls will fall down? Well, it depends on which two walls, but <laughs> if and they were the opposite walls, then I think it would just die out. It depends on the, uh, how strong the wind is. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> I've yes. seen I've seen some candles which start burning again even with that. So. <laughs> yeah, but those are the trick trick candles. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, like so we are making our life a trick candle. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly imagine that uh we are the flame, right? So if one wall falls down, uh there's the draft, and if, if two walls falls down uh, the flame goes down. Uh, so let's use a little bit of metaphor there. Let's say that's the burnout, right? So what are these six walls and why am I talking about it? So I am using the words of the psychiatrist, Dr. Kasparu from Czech Republic. The floor is our foundation, is, is something we need to build on who we are. The floor is not lava. Okay. <laughs> that's a different stuff. Jump, jump, jump. No, that's a different game. So sometimes it's really good to ask yourself, do you even know who you are? And do you even love yourself? Um, I remember I was maybe around 27, 28. Once I defined like, who am I? And started to honestly like myself. Remember when you're a teenager and still sort of searching who you are and there are so many emotions going through you. Oh, I hate that period of time. <laughs> I was such an angry teenager. But really to find yourself and if you still haven't found yourself, start building your own foundation first because you need to know what you need to stand on, who you are. Then, So, so how would you define it, who you are? What do you mean by that, who you are? How would you understand it? I was asking first. <laughs> I want to ask you. I can answer first. Okay. So for, so for me, discovering who I am is actually what I would suggest to people who are still searching for themselves um, is to try as many things as possible within safety limits, of course. So you discover what are your values? And if you, if you discover them, you will feel like, oh, okay, this feels right. This is important to me, or this feels wrong. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to be a person who does X, Y, Z because, um, these are terrible values and I hate it. So once you discover your values, I think you try, you are starting to define who you are as a person and what is important to you and what you want to achieve. With those values or even if we go from the teenage uh, age when and usually girls have this i don't know whether it's the same with guys but we are like oh my god i want to be skinny no i want to be tall i want to be small i want to be this i want to be that and then you just realize well this is me this is the way i look and i just need to you know get comfy like with the way I am and so start liking yourself exactly the way you are yes you can maybe shape your body by I don't know extensive exercise but you will never I will never look like Baruch or Baruch will never look like me and that's the beauty of it that 
each of us is unique in a different way. Start loving yourself for the way you are. Easier said than done, of course. Done, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Collage, do you have an answer? Uh, a lot of answers, actually. <laughs> so, so you can always explore yourself and uh, some characteristics about you, not just values, but for example, looking for strength sides, you know, like mm -hmm. what are your strengths? And you are building your basically anything on your strengths. You can build your career, your life, your friends around, because they will be helping you with that, or they will complement that. Because, you know, we are looking for people who are just like us. So your strengths are going to be attractive to somebody uh, similar. Or, you know, you can mm -hmm. go this way. So strengths is one way. Uh, values, what you said, is another one. Purpose could be another thing, uh, like finding what you want to do or why you are here. Each of us has some sort of motto or a description in one sentence that could be your purpose. You can define your purpose as well, you know, and, and be driven by that. And it's really interconnected with strengths, with values, what you exactly. have. So it's really like uh, tangible or like really uh, in touch with each other. Except of these, you can go and explore your childhood, your childhood traumas, you know, your preferences when it comes to uh, games people play, you know, so explore your patterns of behaviors, which you are using and constantly playing and which are not really helpful, but unhelpful or more destructive than constructive. You can figure out the stories you are talking to yourself. So this sort of, uh, this sort of uh, games or how you translate it into your own behavior and even hot buttons, you know, from emotional intelligence perspective, you can search out for triggers, which are actually pushing you towards some unnecessary responses. So and that's, again, connected to all these behaviors and analytical psychology behind there, you know. So there is a lot of things to explore. Go and explore. <laughs> Start building your foundation. Okay, so then the wall behind us is usually family, but not necessarily a family you are born uh, at. It can be family you create throughout your life because you meet very close uh, friends that they actually become your uh, family. And it's basically people that you can lean on when you're falling uh, like backwards, right? Or, or falling down, that they can help you out. And what I mean by not family, not necessarily family you are born with, because sometimes some of us are unfortunate and they are born in not a loving family. There can be child abuse or drunk adults, etc. So not always we are born in a, let's say, really loving family. And you, you, you still can create your own, your own family around you. Same is like me and my husband. That's a created family, uh, basically. So I don't mean like, hey, you, I'm going to pick you and you. <laughs> From now on, you are my family member. I same with you, me and, Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, same with me and Kolach when, when we were when we were at the coffee shop and the lady asked us whether he's my son. So there you go. That, that's family. the way. We're family. <laughs> or, sorry. And they're still asking. Still asking. <laughs> so family. And then we have the right wall and, and left wall, right? So let's start with right, doesn't matter which one, but one is colleagues and the other ones are friends. 
and we need friends as well. My friends are right now on my podcast. Hey. Sarange. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we need so we need friends right uh friends are our resource of or resource basically when we feel down or we want to even share some happy stuff these are the people we go to and and we definitely should not leave them that suddenly we don't need friends i don't know why but in my lifetime i've met few people that suddenly when they found girlfriends or vice versa girlfriends who found boyfriends they just stopped talking to their friends my suggestion to you guys yeah i know people have usually different priorities especially when you find boyfriend girlfriend wife husband etc but you should not leave your friends completely at least maybe once a month give them a call hey what's up or go for beer you need that time because whatever happens in your life your friends will be there mm-hmm. and and we i'm not saying you need to have 10 15 right you can have just one or two actually actually you need them 50 <laughs> uh not not really but there is a study uh, which shows the importance of relationship in our lives in terms of impact on our physiological bodies or physiological health so uh, they were in. They were checking out the number of friends compared to some like blood cells in your body. The less friends you have, the less blood cells of this type you have in your body, and therefore you are more inclined to be sickly. And Aww. they discovered they discovered that having fifteen friends instead of twenty five, so having ten friends less, is as bad as smoking. I never had 25 friends in my life. But by friends, they have the description of a friend here. It's not necessarily meant as a, you know, like friend Close. like you and me, but mm-hmm. it uh, it also uh, counts with your family. So like, you know, uh, closest people mm-hmm. and your surrounding. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's not like just, you know, the distant, rela- distant more distant relationships, but really Acquaintances. like counting, yes, counting uh, more people into that. So I'm not necessarily, this was just a study done in US, so it's not necessarily true about us Europeans or whatever, because again, we have a different definition of uh, friendships, uh, but still the, uh, the measurement or the finding there that relationships, the amount of relationships we have has impact on our physical health because we literally are missing then some blood cells is fascinating. No. It is. Okay, now let's move to the other wall that we need colleagues. Right? Colleagues are our source of knowledge, wisdom, maturity level, or even wisdom from parts that you see things that you definitely don't want to do in your life. But you also meet very interesting people from colleague uh, among of your colleagues that moves you forward. So you need that as well um uh to build it and across my working career i really have met so many interesting colleagues that have become my friends like you too so Aww, 
And when I look back on my colleagues, there are some, especially mentors, when I look at mentors, they influence my life so much. And as you said, Kat, they will help you grow maybe as, as very few of your friends, right? Your friends are there to support you maybe more emotionally and maybe your colleagues are there more on intellectual side. At least that's, mm. that's how it is in my life. Yeah, I also met so many excellent mentors that really, thanks to them, I became much better person or I'm trying to be a better person, better human being. What about you, Kolaj? Have you met any interesting colleagues? Except me and Barush. <clears throat> <laughs> I've met a lot of people and a lot of interesting people. And the thing is that when I look on the workplace environment, um, outside of it or our lives altogether we are moving from tribe to tribe we started with, mm. with our family as a, you know the smallest tribe but then we move to school uh, and we are students and we are in a class and again there's a tribe and you're getting some friendships over from there then you move to high school university again a different tribe a new tribe for you to to be part of and again you are trying to belong there you are trying, and in, this is the tribe you are basically hunting, you know, or gathering something like the external part. You, you go outside and you bring it home. So, so even work, you go to work and you have some targets, you have some goals together. So you are, again, some sort of hunters or gatherers there. And you create this mutual relationship because you need to trust each other. So again, you build this relationship, you build this sense of belonging there. So it's, it's natural for you to evolve friends there. So colleagues, friends, you know, it's intertwined for me. Okay. The wall in front of us is our perspective. What do we want to achieve? Where do we want to go? Uh, it's the vision. It's the vision, right? So, uh, something that moves us forward, right? Goals, maybe career, maybe whatever, but we need to have that perspective. Because then you sort of, you're stuck in one place without moving forward. So also build a perspective. I even heard once a guy who shared with me, he was in his 50, that he doesn't have any dreams, like nothing to fulfill anymore. And I felt sad for him and was like, but you should now rediscover it. And, and some, so. What it means that sometimes it can happen that you do have perspective right now, you might lose it, but then go and explore because you need that wall. Otherwise there is the draft and your flame is sort of leaning towards one side. So you rebuild it again, go explore, go search, travel, whatever would help you out to find out, talk to people, etc. Yeah. And I think that we mentioned it before that we like to set up goals and some of us like to put really like big goals and that's again not really healthy you know like you can go and dream and dream big probably but be mindful about it because if you have big dreams and you're not achieving them as you wish you will feel stressed about it because you mm -hmm. know like you've set this huge 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 dream and uh you know suddenly it's it's gone and you feel slightly depressed or you know like burnt out or something like that because you are not you have not achieved that like for example a friend of a friend 
he had a huge dream of becoming uh, entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Really like building up startup, earn millions, go big or go home. Uh, well, he realized that, you know, after six months, a year, year and a half, that the dream is not going to happen, you know, and he needed to go and become a regular employee in some company. And he felt ashamed, you know, like to, because he didn't achieve his dream. And now he needed to like, okay, so just become a regular employee of some company. And he hated it for a moment, you know, uh, until everything settled, of course, because we can add up. But again, you know, just having this big dream can set up things wrongly when it's not achieved. So be careful, mm -hmm. be mindful about it. Be mindful about the stress you're creating say... for yourself. Go and have a look our video uh, about to have or not to have New Year's resolutions, where we really discuss deep dive about this as well. And the last wall is the wall above us, uh, the ceiling. And <laughs> uh, those who just listened, Kola just looked up. So that's our wall that fulfills our soul. It's the love, either art, religion, the hope whatever fulfills your soul right that you start building so it's my for me it's my art and i explore the art in many aspects while i try things differently because whenever i do the art i am like in a different space and it really calms me down and and so on so uh but that that's my thing so you need to find out whatever works for you right and not necessarily it needs to be an art like cat videos <laughs> maybe maybe not. no i don't, I don't think that, that i don't think that filling your soul can be passive so mm. like just sitting on a couch and watching movies i don't think that that's really fulfilling your soul it should be probably something active you know something you're really participating on uh actively maja, maja. correct correct so exactly it's it's you need to work for that so like we've just covered all six walls to really or, or at least try to describe what you need to build around you and and build the foundation and, and everything because if one wall um, happens to fall if your flame gets shaken but if two walls falls down uh you are down completely and here is the dangerous part for example if we talk about workaholics who only build and focus on the work they don't have any other walls and if they suddenly lose the job it's like the end of the world for them and it and it really is super hard for them to rebuild themselves start rebuilding the foundation it it takes years and we only have one life right so uh it's like cherish every day you have and do something for yourself uh to build that day I'm not saying successful, but something that fulfills you, mm -hmm. something that moves you forward, something that creates you as a better human being, something maybe you've learned something bring you. Like me, when I learn a new word in Korean and some word, one word sometimes takes me five days to learn. <laughs> but then I celebrate it. I'm so happy that finally I can remember the word. It's just unbelievable. So <laughs> celebrate it as well. So really and 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 the main thing is no one else can do this 
for us, just us. Mm -hmm. You need to make those steps. Okay, so let's talk a little bit of more resources uh, besides what we mentioned, Jane McGonigal uh, at the beginning. Mm, also, uh, I would say that check the benefits of your company, wherever you work at, what kind of support like mental health or health support uh, company offers you really make sure you are fully aware of the benefits and then if something like this happens use that right because that's like a first step or to first access to to help and maybe it's for free so really use that opportunity uh my favorite one and, and this is where because college then went deeper and find a few other stuff, but it's still my favorite favorite one. And it's Amy Cuddy, Your Body Language Shapes Who You Are. She talks about different body postures that it can change uh, some of the hormones, um, either to boost your confidence, right? Uh, and then, as I remember, Collage found out that there were other studies that actually said it's not true, true, not true. Guys, uh, I leave it up to it you. In the meantime, Amy did another study which proves that she was right <laughs> so, so, or that there is some effect. So, you know, it, it, it still changes. So it's, uh, you know, study by study by study. Study so. by study. I still love it because um, I did testing uh, lots of her postures uh, in, in the real environment, especially uh when I'm in a male environment and I do the mirroring stuff. So I, I like to play with it a lot <laughs> and it then helps me out. So definitely we are posting the link there. So watch it guys. It's, it's just worth, just try it, try anything you can. I think we did already mention numerous time, this awesome book by Daniel Goleman, emotional intelligence, also super helpful, helpful thing to sum it up. On our next session, or next event, whatever we want to call it, we're going to bring someone who actually went through burnout. And uh, that person will share with us like further details um, from emotional level, physical level, uh, how that felt, feels, etc. I don't want to put it in past because we'll, even we will learn more from that person. So stay tuned for that. Um, and with that, I'm going to say Sugasha Smita. Bye-bye. This podcast represents our own opinions, experience, and our own ideas. We do not represent any official statement from our employers, and this is not their official channel representing the company.